All right, so welcome to the Students Lab podcast where we talk about different topics, the ins and out of the studio world, different things that you know we want to address. I am here. My name is Bonita Saldana. I'm the Students Lab owner and director, and I'm here today with a very special guest. What up? It's your boy Ika. <laughs> yeah. We got Mr. Ika here with us today and really it's going to be his show, I think. Uh, All right. I'm going to just pass it over and he'll take the reins and, you know, we're just going to go go with that and see where this leads us today. All right. Well, first off, thank you for having me. I greatly, greatly appreciate being able to be here and, and chat with you as well as be able to pick your brain. I don't know if you guys know it, but this episode is going to be about Bonita's original, original, originality <laughs> story. Or, Origin story. There we are. We and are getting your origin let, story. Let's make sure that he, you guys say my name, Bo- Bonita with a D. Bonita. <laughs> Bonita. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. All righty. Like, that's how you say it. No. I'm so, kidding. yeah, um, I, for just a little background, um, new teacher here. So I'm, I'm getting introduced to the students lab culture and everything. So I don't know a lot about Miss Bonita and... <laughs> I wanted to figure it out, and I figured, you know, maybe I'm asking questions that some of our our new families may have as well, and I just know for myself that I've always wanted to pick your brain because I've always been a fan of what I've seen from you, from the battle aspect to just what I've seen the studio become from when it was in Imagine Imagine This? Imagine Uh, That, yeah. Imagine That, and then up to where it is now, I've always been a huge, like, I, I've been following and a pr- been a fan of, of what you've been creating. So I've always, I was always like, all right, I, I kind of want to know because when I saw you doing jazz and doing the other styles of, of, of dance, I, I was kind of like, okay, <laughs> okay, let, let's see this. Because usually I've, I've seen, you know, when um, the like B-girls go into different elements, you can tell. But I, I didn't see that with you, but then also your you understanding and, no. and your just the way that you were able to recognize things came from a place of experience. So yeah, yeah. I would love for you to share me your origin story, starting from when you were a little girl. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I'm going to I'll do like cliff notes. Yeah. Sure. And then you can just kind of all elaborate when you when you, I guess, jump in and need me to elaborate. Um I'm born and raised here. I'm born and raised, yeah, from Phoenix, Arizona. So is my, so are my parents. So are my grandparents. Like we're Arizonans. Um, So yeah, so born and raised, and um, I started dancing. My mom put me in a dance studio when I was three years old. Um, Nobody Is is that dance studio still open? Dance Connection. Yeah, shout out. And it's so, it was so funny. Um, so Lisa Waddell yes. was my first dance teacher. Wait, what? Yeah, and it was Whoa. it was so sweet to me. This is so random and funny, but I'm going to share it. I just posted the video of Amariah we were just watching, right? And she posted on it and was like, oh my gosh, little Bonita. And it was so cute because she knew me when I was that little. Yeah. So there's that connection already. Um, Yeah, so I grew up, I started dancing at three. At the time, Dance Connection was also just starting. Lisa was... I maybe 18 or not like they were very you know her mom was yeah. a professional tap dancer and then her and her sister Lori um started getting involved in the studio really young I went um had no of course I'm three I don't really know what's going on my mom basically just put me in recently I'd asked my mom why she put me in um and it was because a co-worker had a daughter uh-huh. and so we just she kind of just fell in with the friend type of thing did it too and started dancing at three. So I started in the studio world very young. Um, and pretty much, I mean, I went to a few different studios. I went to Dance Connection from like three to 10-ish. No hip hop, all classical yeah. belly tap, all of that. I started competing fairly young, seven maybe. Oh, you were comp- you joined the competition Oh, team. I was competitive really young. I mean, Dance Connection is very competitive, oh, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, you're kind of bred into that at a very young age too. Yeah, so I was competitive young um went to another studio we moved so dance connection used to be in maryville believe it or not oh what yeah they started right on 67 thomas what in the mail all up 
up in the veil. Yeah, what? yeah. So, yeah, they originated there as well before moving to Scottsdale. Um, so they've been around 30 some years yeah, or, yeah, you know, whatnot. So they, time. that's a whole different story. Yeah. But, um, anyways, we moved from Maryville up North. Mm-hmm. I ended up going to a different school, dance school called Langham. I'm very close. They're no longer around. Um, but till this day, I'm very close with the owner's daughter, Heather. Okay. She's a Rockette where we oh. judge together a lot. And I've, so I was there for a couple years, um, kind of junior high time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I graduated from Royal. Oh, Royal. Yeah. So I went to Royal all throughout my high school years and was very competitive with them as well. So so that's pretty much like in terms, and that was pre-hip-hop. Okay. I, I kind of want to I I yeah. dive into this little portion of, <laughs> of, of, of Miss Bonita yeah, yeah. In, in that. So yeah. pre-hip-hop, what were, um, what were you more inclined towards? Jazz. Jazz. I loved jazz, yeah, and and I'm gonna be totally honest. I always had super passionate jazz teachers that like lived, loved, die jazz, hey. and I think it's just like it, when you have a teacher that is just passionate, passionate about, yeah. about what they do, the passion transfers, and you're just like, I love it too, like yeah. you know, it and inspires. It, it inspires. inspires. Yeah. It totally inspires. So yeah, my teacher, I always had great. I mean. Like I had one in really instrumental. Um, well, of course, I mean Lisa was instrumental. I had another one at the other studio, Langham. Christine, her name is Christine. She was really instrumental for me. Also, very great at jazz. Um, and then my company teacher, um, Chris Wakimoto. I think he's still there. I think he's still at Royal. Oh, wow. But he was so kind of the same. But yeah, jazz. I mean, was it for me? We were very competitive in jazz. That was it. That was where you could like be. have all your edge and fun and that was like again hip-hop wasn't in the studios at all it was like jazz funk yes you're doing hitch kicks and you know what i mean it was like you're still doing pirouettes in hip-hop i have no idea what was happening but you know i feel i feel like with jazz it's jazz in its essence is very rooted in like in 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 street in culture and like yeah yeah for sure in especially in 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 black culture, it's, it's yeah. So, when you talk so about rooted. like, I guess more authentic jazz, yeah. but then you could see where it where it yeah. starts to <laughs> e- evolve from 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 what I because sure. I remember when I, I was studying jazz as you know as a kid in high school was in a dance class studying jazz yeah and when I first learned it I was when I first um, saw it I was confused because I was like um, why aren't we dancing to jazz because I grew up listening to Coltrane I grew up listening yeah. to to Thelonious and stuff like that. So I'm thinking of that. And then yeah. I go into the jazz class and I was like, okay, Pop. this is a little different. <laughs> right? And then once I started seeing, um, once I started kind of studying it, I, I, I realized that jazz really has, it, it's a huge umbrella of, yeah. of, of where those movements are. And especially if you look like jazz from a ballroom dance stance and then yeah. jazz from a, you know, a studio. Or, yeah. yeah. You look at all those different ground. things yeah. and like you look at, swing dancing you see those jazz elements like the charleston and stuff like that when yeah. like okay and you start to see all those kind of combined infusion but then you think about the music jazz itself it's, yeah it, it in itself is a fusion of classical styles yep. so so I mean, and then put yeah. the creativity of whatever teachers teaching it and it becomes you know what i mean it just becomes yeah no for sure yeah yeah i was all just i was all jazz all about all, okay. about all about that and i had definitely like Hip hop was a part of my upbringing as, you know, in my household, not necessarily, I don't want to necessarily say hip hop because my parents for sure were not in the hip hop era. They, Mm -hmm. they were like funk and soul Motown. So that was like the heart and culture of my household was all very like, was that, you know, kind of essence. Um, I would go to the studio and that's where I would listen to like york and like these real like i was introduced to a whole world that like of course my parents weren't that was not what they were listening to obviously so so that really opened up just a whole you know ear i guess um for me too but um hip-hop hip-hop i definitely got from like my older cousins Uh. so they were like you know, I was in fourth grade and, you know, regulator, I knew every word in fourth grade. And I, you know, I was, I wore Cortez's when I was in fourth oh, yeah. grade and, but I was a studio kid. Rocking the but dope sti- man. Yeah. But still like, that was still a very heavy yes. part of our upbringing, but it, but my parents were very like, no, you go to the dance studio because 
you're gonna you're, learn you're, dance. you're gonna yeah. learn something of value i yes, think is yes. what they thought and you know you get the hip-hop because you're hanging around your gangster cousins kind of thing right. you know or you're so let me ask this then <laughs> um with, with that kind of mindset um yeah. when you were introduced to dance did your parents see that as something that you would do commercially no i don't think they ever i don't think that they ever saw that really, being the potential of that? I mean, maybe, but I don't think it was, no one in my family had ever really, had no one danced. We're, okay. everyone's singers, everyone in my family, like, they're really great singers. Oh. Our household is, like, uh, you know, my cousins, aunts, Diaz, all of them are, like, when we come together for Christmas, it's, like, soul hour singing and, di you know, so... We're, the presence of our family is already yeah. very that. Um, yeah, but I don't think like our, I don't think my parents were like, yeah, she's going to do it. She'd until be a professional. I, yeah. She'd be dancing New York. And I'm yeah. yeah. No, I think for me, that was decided when I was like about 15. I okay. decided it for oh. myself. I was like, hey, I want to dance. But again, not yeah. even thinking it had to do with hip hop or any of the sort. It was just something yeah. in dance. I just love doing this. Um but yeah, so little did they know. Wow, little I, did they know. Little did they know. But I have a funny story. We'll get to it when I, when I actually did start breaking. Ooh, <laughs> we're definitely jumping towards that range. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so at that age, you yeah. are, you know, you are going into high school. You've been dancing since you were three. So that's already over ten. That's ten years of dancing. Yeah, yeah. So now that you have this, like, you know, you you understand kind of what you what drives you and what moves you and then you go into high school and tell me about once you start getting introduced to to hip-hop or was that done in studio or was that no well kind of eh. I mean I there were b-boys at my school yeah break dancers right <laughs> um at my school so you had that like little click of like Asian and you know <laughs> With the spice and the bangs and the baggy, um, the baggy the super ba Yeah, for Ooh, sure. And the, and, the, and the sweatbands. I mean, they were pretty good. They did like windmills, back tucks, you know, all that kind of cool yeah. stuff. Um, and, you know, Beach Street. I, oh, yeah. I had seen, like all of that was, we, we still saw all of that stuff. But again, that was like, it would just, it wasn't a huge, that was really my only knowledge of breaking yes. and real cultured hip hop. I'm not, when I say the other hip hop, gangster hip hop, that was what was the era of yeah, me growing it was, up. Yeah, it was, it was the West Coast gangster. West Coast, exactly. Yeah. So that was where all that came from. But um, but we're talking like culture, you know, underground hip hop. I didn't really get any of that because mm -hmm. there was no one in a, a part of that. But high school, I ended up transferring into Royal. That was a big, big step. Um, I would, didn't live close to the studio. Mm -hmm. I decided I really wanted to go head in, headstrong with my training and give my last years of, you know, yeah. in high school uh, as much as I could. So my parents agreed and we commuted to Royal from, you know, where we were living out in Arrowhead. And so, um, and I started driving at 16, so that helped. I was able to take yeah. myself, but jump to, so then I was basically, that was it. I was in school, all of that, very, you know, honors classes, did really well in school, Royal, competitive, all of that. My senior year, um, I this random story. So I actually was on scholarship my senior year with Royal. Oh, I didn't nice. pay for any tuition my nice. senior year. I know. Um, I was selected as like the performer of the year, junior hey. going into senior. Yeah. So I was this like the one student, you know, whatever, how they yes. select them. And, um, but anywho, they did have a hip hop class, right? So I was started to take a hip hop class my senior year of, um, high school and contemporary had also just kind yeah. of infiltrated into the studios. Um, house came in as a hip-hop sub oh okay yeah who's the who's the actual teacher do you remember um ryan ingram was the oh, teacher ryan. okay okay man let's yeah. get smaller and smaller yeah yeah i'm telling you and i had also taken i had met fee was in yeah. he was just start like jabberwockies was just yeah. kind of starting um ryan seifert was teaching okay. at benders um i think biz may have still been teaching do you know mark burke I don't know if you know him, but he's also with the Jabberwocky camp now. Okay. Um, anyways, so yeah, so there's that, still that like hip hop group of guys, mm -hmm. more choreo, obviously, more all choreo based. Um, and then you have House, right? Yeah. So House started to, to transition into the studios. He came in as a sub. Let me tell you this funny story. I would love to hear him tell it. <laughs> I'm this like kind of cocky, it's my senior year, I'm the scholarship kid, I'm, you know, whatever. And 
I walk in and I'm like, who's our hip hop teacher? You know how kids are, right? I hear my kids doing who's teaching today or whatever, right? They just, they're, they have their own ownership of what's happening yeah. in the world and in their studio. Um, and I was like, who's teaching, you know? And I see this little Mexican dude with a backpack on, like sitting there, like in the corner of the <laughs> lobby. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, is that our hip hop teacher? What the heck? You know? <laughs> It's so funny. Um, anyways, and so sure enough, yes, it is. We go in. He teaches a straight breaking top rock. Like, I was like, what? Like, I had never seen this element meet me in yeah. my element, which at the time was a studio, right? And, you know, all of it, all just like top rock, top rock. We go to Cypher at the end of class. He slides, classic house, slides on his head, does all his classic moves. And yeah. I'm like, dude. I want to do all that. <laughs> nice, nice, right on. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so then that was kind of like a real, for me, more of an introduction of breaking in the studio, yes. right? But I felt like that all had to happen because that's that was my world at that time. Um, that quickly turned into, I ended up auditioning for Mercury. That yes. was like in maybe, I don't know, months but that was like in the middle of my senior year audition for mercury found out about it from a friend mm -hmm. just like hey there's an audition i'm like shoot i'm going it's tomorrow i don't do any hip-hop really right but i can pick up choreography you, yeah, you can dance you yeah can i could pick dance, up so choreography can, yeah. yeah but i definitely i showed up in like jazz pants and like you know a top and i thought it was edgy and hip-hop whatever <laughs> good lord killing um, it with the with the with the, with the oh chucks my and gosh. the what is it the um oh it was like a net uh, oh no i probably had i had like a net lord oh, oh man yeah so you, so, so uh, let's let's i think my this. i think my photos up there you can kind of see my vibe Let, let's at time, the time. this was <laughs> it the era where everyone was wearing this so, dunks and like the shorts and the long socks era or was it the, i would still think i'm still studio kid going hip-hop you got think of what that looks like really like so think of a studio so it's like jazz, jazz trying to be hip-hop with the wrapped around the waist uh flannel and uh, At whatever yeah scrunchy on the wrist and, and, and the bandana with, bandana with a bling down yes j-lo come on that was that era for sure um but so anyways i go in rock this audition i could tumble like really good i was a great tumbler so i went in and you know probably did fuetes and some cool back hand rings who knows and i ended up booking the job nice with house interesting yeah and a lot of other like Ms. v and saza ryan okay. so then i went from straight being in the studio and then i started working professionally with who was teaching me at that time so then I kind of got thrown into that. Then I got locking and then I got popping. And then I got at the time that that Mercury was pretty, pretty cultured and diverse in terms of styles. Well, you know, if you look who's in it. I mean, yeah. you can't help but it not be that way. Just because yeah, yeah. Those Mario are, yeah. Velez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So him, him and um, his wife. Yes. Gosh, Melissa, they were on the team. So there was like, you know what I mean? It was that 02, 2002. So that was just a really good like introduction to breaking in its authentic yeah. form, locking, you know, popping all of it mixed with just choreo yeah. and stuff too. Um, so yeah, so then it was really interesting. The transition basically for me was, you know, I saw House as this total b-boy hip hop head. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he had his crew and all of that. And so it was funny because I was still pretty like, of course, cocky in the sense that I'm like, dude, you know, everyone would look to me like, well, you're whack because you can't freestyle, right? Because I couldn't freestyle. Yeah. But then I'm like, yeah, well, you can't even count music. Like, <laughs> I don't get, you know, so there was kind of this like mutual respect because yeah. I, so two how, sides, two two sides, sides of, the, of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, so then I started, I would come early with house. He would show me a couple breaking steps and I would work on choreography with him like mm -hmm. before performances and stuff. So we had this kind of cool exchange. Um, and then I started training. I saw the B girls in his crew started training and I was super inspired by them because then I was actually seeing some females, yeah. not just all so males. So did you dance with like, like candy and, and define? And I was like, a little, I was before candy, but define and, yeah, citrus and citrus were the main girls at the time. This was, yeah, I was yeah. 18, 19. So I remember seeing them in, uh, I think it was B-Boy Summit. Yeah. Yeah. I saw them rocking in B-Boy Summit. I was like, yo, they're actually yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. No, they were in terms of like AZ 
and I mean, huge props to house they, they produce some really have produced some really strong b girls yeah they did like na in nationally internationally i mean it's that's it's crazy that az has you know um but yeah so that was kind of the the cool exchange from there and then i really just kind of started growing into to my hip-hop from there but um i ended up from from mercury so that was a summer work work mm -hmm. uh, summer job i ended up dancing for the suns Right, right after that because the coach was the same and she knew that I was technically sound okay yeah so she was like you should just audition for the sons because you know you're really great at that or whatever um and so so then I did but I would literally go to the sons and then I would go to royal at the time was hosting an open session they were like one of the only because house had yeah. like an open session going so I would literally go put on my like tops top in my skirt and go yeah. cheer at the sun's game and then i would go to an underground practice at night so were you a did, so you're a dancer for the suns yeah did you ever cheerlead no really mm -mm. never cheer well i no. mean if you're a dancer it's kind of hard to balance that out yeah i mean it was more palm palm yeah yeah and, and but even in my i danced at my high school but it was also dance team we didn't do uh, palms we didn't yeah i just i was always a dancer i never yeah. Random question: Did you ever have yeah. the those those jazz shoes with the with the, <laughs> with the platform in the front and the back, and then it looked like horse hooves? <laughs> like the jazz sneaker? Yeah, jazz yeah. sneaker. I'm sure I did. I'm oh, sure man. I've had them all. I just I just found like a whole bin. I was showing MRI of some old school stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. So so yeah. So then that's really like you know, I was just so intrigued too by the breaking world and. And I think for me, what it was, was I was humbled because I felt so accomplished in, in this other style and these other things that I'd done yeah. for so long and had received recognition and all that. And then I crossed over here and these people, you know, they were like, you're whack. You know what I mean? I like, you don't got any skills. You don't, you can't even freestyle. And I remember there was one, this was later on, but this always stuck with me. And I always tell this to my students too. Like, you cannot call yourself a dancer if when when a song comes on you don't know how to respond to it yeah like there's no yeah. how do you say like i'm a dancer i'm a dancer and then music is on and, and you're you not can't dancing. react like <laughs> yeah. you know and that's and i'm thinking like that's yeah you have to improv you have to freestyle yes. like if you don't have any type of movement soul movement for your mm -hmm. for yourself like so that was really challenging for me because you grow up being told everything, being how to do, in, yeah, structure, structure, structure yeah. which is super good because it teaches you the professionalism, the discipline, and, and there's such, I'm so thankful, like, I mean, it's produced the B-girl that I'm, yes. that I am, you know what I mean? But there is that other side too, and it's the same, the for artistry free, of it, the artistry of it, and yeah. it's the same, like, you know, to cross the bridge is, yep. you see that, that in a dancer, you know Completely. what I mean? So I totally get that because yeah. I remember making my transition from being, you know, uh, a battler and, and doing gigs and things like that. You know, I had a little technique in my pocket just because I had taken dance throughout high school. Yeah. And, you know, I'd go out to gigs and I'd be the one to book them because I was the breaker who knew how to pick up choreography, who knew how yep. to, you know, follow the counts and things like that. But then the moment that I became a teacher, I felt that same feeling that you felt. I was like, I kind of got like just slapped in my face and was like, whoa, I know nothing here. Yeah, and yeah. I have to make the choice if I'm going to learn it or if yeah. I'm going to bow out. And I made the choice to learn it. And nice. you know, it's one of those things where I like in doing so, it made me appreciate where, you know, kind of like that, that upbringing that I have. And I feel like, like you could probably relate with that to yeah. where oh, yeah. you feel, you know, that your structured background gave you a different perspective of hip hop that ultimately led you to be you know who you are now and yeah being able to do exactly what you do because i i do see that you know dancers that have that that technical background and have that structure you know they, they get put in that position where you know music comes on and they they don't know how to respond yeah. and i feel like we're seeing that yeah. in some of our classes for sure oh no it's it i mean even kids that have been with me for years i mean and i i I try to like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I try to be open about my struggles yeah. and things too. Cause I'm like, Hey, I, I know you see me now, but I was not like, that's yes. why I'm like, you should, we should interview house or we shouldn't like who was seeing me even Krista, Krista bark. I mean, my girl, we go way back. Like she totally saw my transition, you know, yeah. of it. And so it's funny. Cause it's like, 
did, do you know Bonita pre? Do you know her there? Because then some people had no idea that I had any training. So I'm like, that's really great. If you can, if you can see me as a B-girl in that light and say, dude, there's no way she comes from a studio. Mm -hmm. And then you could see me doing this and say, what? She also, she's breaks or she, you know, yeah. that is a really cool compliment. You know what I yes, mean? And so it I, is. I try to like explain that to my, and that's why we push the, the diversity yeah. so much and that you can master it. And there mm -hmm. is, you know what I mean? It's not like that's not for me or that's, and it also just, it's challenge, it challenges people yes, in ways yes. that they don't like to be challenged yes. and puts people in uncomfortable situations. And it's like you rise or you fall, you yeah. know, and it, it just how it forces us to face those things. It does you know? completely. And it's funny, like even for in our classes, I, I keep stuff in my back pockets to where if I'm at the end, because uh, because I help Zarin let out her jazz class. Yeah, yeah. Or no, her lyrical class. So they'll be working on something and doing some footwork and then. Like I'll be getting the sanitizer ready, and then I'll do the across the floor with them. They're like, "Wait, you can you can do this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I, yeah. I keep it in my pocket, you know." Yeah, yeah. And then like, there's For sometimes sure. um, we'll just be uh, in open in open sessions. The girls will be working on turns and leaps and things, and I'm like, yeah, "You're not you're leading off the wrong leg." And they're like, "Wait, wait, what?" You know? I'm like, <laughs> "Excuse me." I'm like, "Pull from your pull from your spine when you're turning. Don't just throw." And they're like, "Wait, wait, what?" And they're like, "Hold on, it's like try like this, and I'll do it." And they'll be I like, "A little something here, guys." Wait a second. Yeah. And, I, I've always, that's one thing that like, I feel as someone who's a, who's a creative is that we pride ourselves in people not knowing what all is in our pocket. For sure. For know? sure. Yep. But Definitely. I think that, you know, with, with you, especially that was a huge in the pocket kind of thing. When, when I saw you, when I seen everything that I'd seen of you, yeah. I was just like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> wait, hold on. So she's has a technical background and then. Yeah, and yeah, then, no, then that that led me to see who you are, and, and and I get it totally now. So now that you know you've had this exposure to hip hop, and you've had this exposure to working, um, from there, like, how did you get into? Because, because I I know that like now that you're starting to get that training, and and you understand the styles of hip hop, you know, you understand breaking more on a culturally level, yeah. like. How was your, your experience getting into the breaking culture? So, well, I mean, it really, so it was a Styles crew. I was down with Styles crew for two years, about two years, mm -hmm. um, like 2002, 2004, I don't know, don't quote me, right around there somewhere. All so right. they really, I mean, Miracles was a heavy part of my, he was one of my main Merc. teachers. Yeah, yeah, Miracles. Mm. Um, I mean, of course, House, um, Citrus, I'm still talk to citrus till this day nice. we talk yeah um so uh, you know all of those at the time there was a um a guy down named swish i don't know if he i feel like he might be before even gabe too but he was a really good footwork dude at the mm -hmm. time too known for his footwork mr groove was yeah. was definitely instrumental um you know so anyways there and at the time everyone was like young and on fire training you know yeah. what i mean it was like uh, it was what it was um so i was getting a lot of that like you know i started going to clubs yes at 19 <laughs> I'm all, uh, don't, don't tell everybody no, I'm just kidding <laughs> but you know that was again where where I was I really started to get yeah. put, you get now you're in real ciphers now yes. you're like whoa with real dancers you really feel that energy really feel it and you're yeah. like boom and you're going out you know and so that's really I think for me like I, I had a I was learning all that right or that was a huge part of it so jumped in, um, the whole thing with with House was basically, they wanted to like hold me back, or not hold me back, they wanted to, um, like didn't want to release me into the scene until I was like a lot better. And I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? Like, I need to start battling and you know what I mean? Cause yeah. hello. So so we did, I had I went to, I actually won the first B-girl battle I, I ever entered. Um, really? It was in El Paso, yeah. Um, it was cool. It was a, you know, but I, I, my, Wait, so did you like go out there on your own or no, I went out, we went out as a crew, as a crew? like at, okay. with them. And I'll tell you too, what was also really inspiring for me. I went to a jam, um, queen B it was in San Diego. It's mm -hmm. no, it's no longer, but it was a three on three B girl battle that used to happen. Mm -hmm. And I went to that pretty early on house. We went out to that one and it was like, 
that for me was where I saw Beta and Jules oh, and Abby Girl and the heavy hitters. The heavy hitters. Oof. Yeah. And it I was like, whoa, Define Citrus. Oh, All yeah. of them were in it. I mean, it was like everyone who was anyone in B-girling at the time was, was at that, that yep, jam. Yep. And I just remember being like, what? And, you know, it's it's so different because, you know, now the kids see so much stuff. Know, you know what I mean? There's so much stuff there's to see. There's so much to see. Back in the day, we had the VHS. That's all you got. Or you had to go, had to, go. to yeah. the actual event and see these people dance. Yep. Like, yep. you know, and so that for me was life-changing. I was like, dude, these girls are dope and they're yeah, they fearless are. and they're confident and they have such cool moves <laughs> and they, i'm they like did. they did no i know yeah. i know and i remember too there was like um you know a discrepancy of who won the final battle <laughs> of course and then you got girls b girls right so um beta abby girl was like chasing beta battling her like and the crowd was all moving you know and i was like dude this is like a real this is a there real was, battle there was so much yeah. like yeah there, there, there was, was so much intensity so much to experience yeah. and i so anyways that was pretty instrumental um anyway so i went heavy with the the breaking and was battling and all of that um pretty pretty quick um what do you want me to tell you like my transition out of styles to, into rock oh, yeah oh, yeah like how did how was that even like, what were the, what were the processes steps? of that? Um, so, okay, so at that time in the breaking scene, it was very pure and authentic. Like, you didn't mix styles. There were no all-styles battles. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't do anything other than breaking. your style or yeah. your style. Like, if you popped, that was it. If you were a b-boy, you know, it was very... Oh, you talking about, like, how the crews had... You got the popper. You got the... Yeah, there the, was no yeah. all styles. It just, like, didn't happen. Yeah. It wasn't the thing to do. It was... You just didn't do it, okay? Yes. So, I did a lot of different styles of dance. Not necessarily within hip-hop, but it came to a point where... I was heavy in my breaking for those few years, but then I, I wanted to start doing other things. Yeah. Start the bridge of automatic response started. Ooh. So that's where, so the idea was basically at the time I was teaching at Benders, I was teaching at different studios around, I can't think of where else I was teaching, but this was like Lauren Gottlieb. I was one yes. of my students and, um, Mandy, oh gosh, Giroux, um, Leah Moyer, there was like a, okay. a chunk of all those girls at the time. Yes. And I wanted to start dancing and exchanging with them as well. So we, AR started. It was originally just me and Krista, Ryan. Okay. Um, Sundance, like confusion. So what was the, what was the, the, Behind AR, AR was basically going to be a professional performance that was going to bridge all styles to come together. Okay. Any and all styles. But there was also a little kind of pushback with styles crew because it was like break or die. Yeah. Right? I'd be yeah. boy or die. So there was, that was not really like, you know, House pretty much gave me an ultimatum that yeah. was like, you're either break, you either break yeah. or not. And I'm like, uh, well, that's a very I, traditionalist yeah, type of mindset. It is, mindset. it is. And yeah. it's not like that anymore. Yo, of course, you know yeah. what I mean? He's a huge advocate for all styles of dance now. Yeah. Well, jump to... Jump to now. My conversation <laughs> with him in 2004 was not that. <laughs> so and it, so I was like, well, that you don't give me, leave me a choice. And I'm like, thank, thank God I wasn't at, le as, at least I had some kind of nonsense, yeah. I guess, at that time. Because you never know. And so I just was like, well, that it was easy for me to just say, well, I'm not in the crew anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Easy, easier said than done because at that time, all I was doing was training, battling, doing everything with them, right? Mm -hmm. When you're part of a crew, that's your fam. So yes. it was pretty, it was pretty devastating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I kind of went back onto my journey into all styles. Okay. Connected back with Krista. We were per putting together all kinds of performances, productions, jazz. I was doing everything again. Mm -hmm. Also hip hop and breaking too. Um, but I kind of was kind of, you know, left it to the wayside for a minute. Um, then we, we, you know, we were doing shows. We had produced a couple performances. Mm -hmm. We start AR. We had, we had Illmatics. We had Preomatics, which were like younger performance teams all under the belt of automatic response. And that's when we did, we started, you know, well, we did ABDC a little bit later. I got, mm -hmm. I was already in Rocksteady, but, um, but AR was, had it, had a good life going there yeah, for some years. They had a lot of momentum. Yeah. At least from what I've heard, like from a lot of dancers in the past who had yeah we were AR, we yeah. held auditions mm -hmm. i mean we were paying dancers i mean it was like yeah young we were all young wanting to dance wanting an outlet yes. and and we were making it happen 
Um, and so Mario also was a part, Velez. There, were, there was a lot of us. But anyways, um, so I then started to miss really like the essence of breaking again, yeah. right? So then, I, so then I start to find my way back to that. I end up at a jam in San Francisco, Mighty Four. Ooh. Yeah. Which year was this? Which year was this? 2005. Oh, was it the one where they had it in a nightclub venue? It was like an industrial. This was this was like when legs. Is this? I think this was when legs battled. Why not in the finals of the Top Rock? Legs was in the finals of the Footwork. Legs was like. I think I've, I may I may have been there. Okay. Yeah. yeah I may I may have been because I, I went to a Mighty Four in in San Francisco. I think it was at that time in in 2005. I think it was two thousand because I got into Rock City in two thousand six, okay. so I linked up with them around two thousand five. I feel like it was towards the end of two thousand five, maybe. Wait, do that. Was it? Wait, scratch. Never mind. I don't think it was that one. I think it was at the <laughs> two thousand and four. Okay. They had a mighty four that year. That oh, was in I'm, like yeah. a nightclub. Okay. Yeah, I remember that, but but I mean that's that's crazy though. So so yeah. Like, how did that process go in your head? Because you're you're not really affiliated with the crew, but no, you're no. like, I want to get down again. So you're just like, I'm going to San Francisco. Yeah, and I can't remember. I went with one of my girlfriends. I'm trying to think. My friend Jessica was just here recently. I'm like, was she, was, did I go with her? Um, I can't remember, to be totally honest, who I went to that jam with. Mm -hmm. I wasn't with the crew. I wasn't down with anyone. I just went because, you know, I was in the scene a little bit, three years. I, I was in the scene. I had battled here and won battles and stuff, even here at, like, the Styles anniversaries mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, but I was kind of, I kind of pulled, again, pulled away from it. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to go check it out again. So... Ended up going and Rocksteady had a massive presence at the jam. I mean, like T Rock and yeah, were, it was like all the West in Coast. The, in that time. That, that yeah. time, the West Coast, and that's when like yeah. Luigi and like Not Jeromeski. yet. Not yet. Jeromeski, yeah, he'd Jeromeski been down forever, been, yeah. yeah. And then I remember like a bunch, I didn't realize that Rocksteady had a huge presence on the West Coast until, you know, I went to the jam and then I saw yeah, the yeah. lineup and I was like, holy cow, this is like the, this is like Avengers of Breaking right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that might have been later, like when School Methods was that with kind of, or were okay, they down yeah, yeah. yet? Okay. It was around that era. It was around that era, yeah. So, yeah, because Rocksteady's gone through lots of those too. Yeah. Lots of those eras too. <laughs> I, I've seen them. I've yeah, seen yeah. them and I've, I've seen the, like, the different um, energies of those. So oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, so, yeah, so like the footwork, I mean, Mir Miracles was also in the footwork. Like it was Miracles, like T-Rock, um, just like a lot of heavy hitters, skills, Jay skills. This was like one of the first times that I had seen her. Mm -hmm. She was like, I think she won. I think she won the B girl battle against beta that year. So in all elements, like their B girls, their footwork, their I mean, it yeah. was just like, dude, you can't all around. It was just yes. rock steady. You know what I mean? I was like, dude, dope. I was, I would cipher with them. And I, you know, I was, mm -hmm. I had already known T rock and, um, cool ski and all those guys because they're all, extended cousins yes, of styles yeah. crew so yeah. i knew a lot of those guys in that scene already it wasn't like i was just like out of nowhere but i did you know i wasn't i wasn't with styles crew whatever um but yeah so then that basically started my relationship with skills as a b-girl with mm -hmm. them more as like you know and then i they saw me like getting down with them which is a huge obviously a huge yeah. thing when you're exchanging in ciphers with a crew you know that already is just like you're speaking a conversation you know what i mean with them and i wasn't afraid i wasn't intimidated by them or whatever and it wasn't necessarily that that was like my goal yes. you know but they're I, I came up under house where everything, Rocksteady was everything, right? Mm -hmm. Him as a teacher, that was what I learned as a student was yes. Styles Crew was modeled after Rocksteady. Everything they do is modeled after Rocksteady. Mm -hmm. Definitely in their younger, or at yeah. that time. And I think that a lot of, that was the like case with a lot of, a lot of crews. Yeah, yeah, you do, you for know? sure. You for see sure. something, you're you, like, You follow like the that. model, the yeah. original example, definitely. And so I think you just, I mean, I grew up in hip hop knowing that Rocksteady was the elite, you know, yeah. and was the ultimate. And if you rep that crew, that is like, that's, that's like it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. So, um, so anyway, so that pretty much kind of, you know, started my relationship with them as a, as a crew or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, jumped to shortly after, maybe within a year, 2006, I get a call from Legs and basically saying, you know, so let me tell you this pretty much nobody wanted me to get in Rocksteady that was like, you know, I don't want to say nobody, but like, 
you got to think. Yeah. You're really protective of your crew, yeah, and so, it's not yeah. like we don't want no, a lot of new friends in here. Yeah. Yeah, and or you have, and you really have to. It's not like this is an easy kind of come in. We don't just let anybody in, yeah, right? Yeah. So. Um, I was very new into breaking. I had only been breaking three, four years, right? I was just barely, people were just hearing who I was mm -hmm. and hearing my name and all of that. But Legs was like, this girl has crazy potential. Mm -hmm. All of you guys need to just sit down, get kind on, of. Yeah, get it, get on the yeah and I'm going to tell you she's going to be dope type of thing, right? Well, they weren't really about the she's going to be dope or he's going to be dope. It was like you're dope and you're in or you're not in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there wasn't really a season of people getting in that weren't yeah. they, someone. They, they weren't like ushering people yes, in. Yes, exactly. At so, least until later. At least until later. Then yeah. it became where you, you didn't have to, to name. Yeah. yeah, you didn't yeah. have to. Before you had to have a name to yes. be allowed in where then they started to mold, right? Yes, yes. So, um, so anyways, so, so it was a little weird because Legs pretty much was like, I want you to know that I'm, I'm going to mentor you. I'm going to, I'm, yeah. yes. And, and he would tell, you know, even to Wiggles and all of them, like this girl, I'm telling you, all of you guys better watch out type of thing because yeah. she's whatever. And so that for me was like everything. Mm -hmm. Cause I knew that Legs believed in me, whatever, you know what I mean? And he mm -hmm. was like, no matter what, he was like, no, I've got her. Like, she's, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to teach her and she's going to know what's up type of thing. So, um, but yeah, so, so, but I'll tell you, everyone, it was, it was a hard, you know what I yes, mean? In terms hard, of. It's hard to accept because you get someone yeah. stoned in your family and I imagine, you know, were you, were you close with a lot of people out of there or did they like just know of you? No, I had, I had friendships with them, but you have to know too. A lot of them do know that I come from a studio. A lot of them do know that I'm not, okay. I don't come from a ghetto. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like granted, my parents are from the projects, but made a different life and moved us yeah. away and are the American dream of sorts, as yes. you would call it. Yes. So it's like, you can hate all you want on whatever, you, on whatever yeah. aspect you want to hate on. Right. But it's like, you can't really be that dope because you have all this training, yeah. you have, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you didn't go through the struggle, so you can't be, you can't to be To the extent the of struggle, whatever yeah. their struggle, yeah. is, you know, they wanted it to be or whatever, yes. right? So, um, so anyways, but, and they would clown me left and right, like if I did something that was too jazzy or too technical or whatever, I, you know? I, I, I know, I've, know, I've experienced that, especially all that, yeah. being in a cypher with wigs, oh, and then for like, sure. he'll call you, I'll be like, Yo, bro, this ain't jazz dancing. Come with it. I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. let's go. Yeah, no, and that, yeah. but at the same time, it also created the dancer that I am because yeah. I had to, I was like, dude, yeah, I can't front. I can't come over here and act like, jump to why I was so like, I had, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My attack and my everything and my, It's very know, intentional. Very intentional and very, yeah. has a purpose and I'm trying to say something and you yes. know what I mean? It's not mm -hmm. just whatever. But, um, so, you know, so that definitely took time. But for me, it was like when Wiggles was like, that's my sister. She's got my, you know, yeah. then it's like, dude, you know, cause he doesn't give the cosigns yeah, out easy he, yeah, at all, definitely. you know, and, and it's not, and all that took years, you know what I mean? And yes. years of me sitting and listening and hearing stories from legs and mm -hmm. hearing stories from fable and all these dudes, you know, like mm -hmm. just over the years, all of that mixed with how I move and everything, yes. my whole history, right? Just like anybody starts to produce that, that person and that B girl, you know, or whatnot. So, so yeah, I mean that 2006, I got down with Rocksteady. Um, Rocksteady was like my biggest support. When, when I had an AR, we did an AR show. I brought all of Rocksteady out. Yes. Legs, you know, Irvin, gosh, I yeah. didn't mention Irvin. Um, but you know, a lot of them again, that were heavy at that time, we did a whole show here with Jabberwockies, with Rocksteady, with Automatic Response. We did one massive um, production here in nice. 2000. Yeah, 2008. It was the year right before um, G passed from oh, yeah. Jabba. Mm -hmm. The last show he did was here. It was an AR show here in Arizona oh. with Rocksteady and, and all of that. Yeah. Do you have a video of that? I do have a video of all of it. Yep. I want to see this yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to see this <laughs> That's some history for sure. I, it, like, I feel like that There's a lot of people on stage in that that you'd be like, dude, like, Simran, yeah. like little Phoenix, <laughs> all of them little, like before they, you know, became Marcus, little Marcus yeah. and all of them. Yeah. Um, you need to put that video yeah, out yeah. because that video, that's going to document someone's history. It, like For history on a stage. That's definitely. Crazy. No. Yeah. Some crazy da Arizona dance history there. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, they, they were just, they loved that I did everything. They were just like, dude, you know what I mean? And, and all that. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, and I think just from there, when I brought legs out for that show, he saw, you know, I was producing the show. Yeah. I was directing the show. I was choreographing the show. I was dancing in jazz. I was dancing in the Rocksteady piece. I was dancing. Yeah. I was doing, and he was like, dude, this girl, like, what He's like you he, know, see, he sees you for what you really are yes for sure versus you know being pigeonholed as the the newbie girl who's coming in to yeah to yeah break to yeah, do, exactly yeah. yeah so so i think that for sure on the professional level was huge for me and my involvement in rocksteady because mm -hmm. then i was kind of his go-to for lots of things yeah. organizational needing to put content together we're on dancing with the stars i'm choreographing i'm you know whatever needed to happen I was like dude yes I, I'll make it happen yes let's make it happen yes you know and um, I would teach and travel and I would pretty much no lie run his classes for him yeah. but he would teach me what I'm needing to teach but I'm mm -hmm. like okay I'll orchestrate it because all you know how to do is work one-on-one -on -one with people and this is that this is that structured background <laughs> that's the structured that you background grew up into yes. where you understand the flow of a class you understand yes, how yes. it's supposed to go but then also you understand the moving pieces of when it comes to putting together production because yeah. I mean, you've seen, and I'm sure the, you know, the families have seen it on their end of how much work it takes for that one five minute piece to go up that has oh. that many moving parts. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. Yeah. That's a huge thing that I felt like I learned from dance was yeah. the ability to really manage what's happening, when's going to happen for the purpose of what you're trying to convey. Yeah. So I can totally see that growing into such a useful tool. And then I could, I can see Hip hop heads totally not seeing it because we, yeah. we lack so much structure. Yeah, yeah, and for then sure. Now it's you know now it's that very said structure that's kind of you know building this new platform that that we're creating with how the dance is elevating. You know. Yes. So, absolutely. Yeah, it's it, it's cool to see the evolution of all these things, and it's it's really cool because you can see the evolution in what you were just saying of how where you came from and how that really added value to what you brought to rock city for sure yeah no definitely i mean and and for me i've always like teaching has always been a huge part of my life always i started teaching at 15 and you know and then grew throughout um who's your inspiration to teach who do you who who, who did you want to be the junior of like like was there a teacher that you like oh, i want to teach like her or i want to teach like him um I don't know. You know, I don't know if anyone's ever asked me that. I really have never thought about it. Um, I mean, I think my te like the ones that I had mentioned to you, like Christine Gonzalez, young, like junior high. I think for me, Chris, just in terms of like inspiration, transferring inspiration, because mm -hmm. I think that's important. Um, I think on a master teacher level, Teresa Espinosa for me, like I started going to edge 16, 17, um, in, you know, when so I was younger. So you were younger, driving all the way out there? My parents, my mom would take, started taking me out there like junior, senior year. I would start going to, or I started going out there. Um, and I took classes from Teresa and I remember Teresa being like, you know, Latina girl and she was a hip hop and yeah. she would do all her like, you know, and she was, and I'm like, dude, she's dope. Like in the dance studio realm. Cause yes. I, I, you have to see that too. You know what I mean? You see that realm. And, and so for me, there was just lots of different inspirations i remember like when fee first got his gig to teach on a convention and we were like dude you no made it. way you made it. yeah i was like what you're getting paid how much to teach that's yeah. so crazy like you know and that i remember that was like dude i want to teach on a convention you know like you just as you as you saw other friends or yeah. things you know what i mean it was just like dude that's cool or this you know um and and whatnot so i don't know specifically like I don't feel like there's one, you know, teacher, but I think just like throughout my journey, different ones. But I think for me, I've just always been, I've always just wanted to. And I think, I feel like it has to come yeah. with like, within the hip hop culture. It's, it's, yeah, it's, very, it's very like. You're, you're, you're adapting to what you're, what you're seeing. Like you see if something's like, you know, for instance, you know, we'll take like hip hop music. If you hear a sound or a drum, you're like, yo, that drum sounds nice. Okay. I want to take that drum and put that on here. And then. I like those horns on this song, so I'm gonna make that there. Okay, yeah, it yo, just becomes you just, your yeah. You just start adapting to the yeah. different things that you see in life. But I think hip hop culture is a very, it's like you know the master teacher. Yeah. It's very like I I feel like my teachers, man, I'm so grateful. Like I never once ever paid any of my hip hop teachers. 
I get that because it was it was more. Do you know what I mean? Like no, nothing. Yeah. Like no one. I never paid anyone to teach me hip hop, ever. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is. That's fairly crazy considering so, <laughs> how much you have knowledge of hip hop. Like no, but I'm saying that's why it's so. It's such like there's such a master student. Behind, like you, it's like not that you owe everything to your. But you do, like, out of respect, I'm yeah. like, man, everything that I've learned, I have to teach it, you know? And yes. granted, it's not like there were schools that you, you we didn't, yeah. there weren't that. There, I'm sure if there were like hip-hop schools, I would be going yeah. to it. Of course. But there, it, this, but this that is, didn't exist. that didn't exist. Yeah. It was like, you go and, you go and find it. I'm going yeah. to the source. I got to figure, you know what and I mean? And that's the thing about, I feel that what really drove our generation to be where we're at right now is, is simply that we weren't given like the, the instructions in, and I'm sure that anyone who started breaking within our era understands that because yeah. there wasn't really anyone no. telling you what your round should look like or telling you this is supposed to look like this. You should have this kind of flow or this or that. It was, it was just, you, you saw, and if it worked for you, it worked. If it didn't, it didn't. And, and I feel like the, the, our generation, we were very much the hunters for information. Like mm, we, word. we wanted to hunt out. Okay. I want to see what a, you know, what does a B-girl cipher actually look like? So you were just searching and searching and you had yeah, to, yeah. You, we had to really like dig for, yes. for, um, for, for information knowledge yeah. because mm-hmm. you weren't going to find it in a classroom and you weren't going to really find it in like a, you know, an online setting that was like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. you can learn this from here, here, here. It was very much a, you had to know someone who knew about it or yeah. everything was very word of mouth. Yes. So yeah. yeah. Well, that was the whole that. thing. Like you grew, like we would always think of or hear, you know, I still remember that like your name should ring bells mm-hmm. across the world. Right. That's, yes. that's the whole, like everyone should know who you are. At first it just started, right. If you're in the Bronx, if someone in Manhattan was talking about you or someone in, you know, Queens, then, you you then, then you yeah. were someone yeah. if they were talking about you outside of your immediate circle, you know, or whatever. But you, the only way to do that was for you to either go out and battle someone outside of your circle or go out and, you know what I mean? It was like... And, and, and explore. And, and explore, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, that was a... I mean, I agree. I'm, I'm super thankful too, though, that... Because even Legs, like, I mean, he comes from an era of breaking that's you know, yeah. it's evolved so, so much, you know, but if we're talking about steps, yes. But if we're talking about like the culture, the mentality, the yeah. knowledge, the, that, essence, of it. the yeah. essence, like that's what I got. Right. Yeah. I mean, legs, to be honest, we didn't dance a whole lot together, really yeah. physically, like when we did shows, when yeah. we had rehearsals, things like that. But it wasn't like I was we were in open sessions together. Yeah. It was me and whoever the young bucks were that we were dancing yeah. with, you know what I mean? That we're actively battling and training and that was the thing. But it was the time that we were around that they were saying this yes. or they're like throwing a black book in front of you, like, you know, write your name or whatever. Yeah. Those are those were like the training moments. You and know? I honestly feel like that will understand, when you understand the essence of something, then you can build so much from knowing that. And that, yeah. that's something that I strive to teach the kids, especially when it comes to movements and things, is to understand the essence of the move more so than the move. Like the mover or like trying to match exactly what I'm doing. Like understand why I'm moving this way because when you understand why I'm doing it, then you can take it and do whatever you want to. It's the same thing as teaching too. Like I feel that as a as a teacher, when we understand the essence of what we're trying to teach then it doesn't pigeonhole us in how we teach it. Yeah. We can communicate it in whatever way feels, you know, appropriate towards getting that message across to whoever's listening. Yeah. And I feel like that's exactly, you know, what you do really well with what you've gained from understanding that essence is that you found a way to communicate it not only just to hip hop heads, but also to non hip hop heads, to yeah. non dancers. And yeah. I feel like that in itself adds so much value to who you are and what you bring is because you look for the essence of whatever you're studying. Yeah. Instead of just taking that surface level and kind of creating off of that. And, and I think that that is, you know, in all honesty, as an artist or just as a person, these are the things that we want to learn, whether yeah. it's in, you know, in a skill or a trade, or even if it's just in your own life principles. Yeah. Is understanding sure. your essence of, of, of what your foundation is so that when you're put into different situations you've never been before, 
you can really fall back on that. Definitely. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm for sure about like, I don't want to say like the purity of it. Cause that's not necessarily it. Cause I don't feel like my, you know, your, your context doesn't match yeah. the context there. And I, I totally get yeah. that. Yeah. So, but I know like my mentality, like my, like I'm hip hop. Right. Yeah. It's not like I have to, you know, when people are like, yeah, you don't have to prove anything. Or yeah. Show your or, card. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. whatever. But I'm, I'm saying like, like when I go to dance, my movement and everything, it, it because I've understand, like yes. mentally understand what that is. It, it's not like a, like you just already are it. It's not a surface you know level. I mean? it's, it's your identity speaking up. Instead right. Of, right. Instead of you going in and then turning on a character. Like, uh, I mean, I did turn on a character when I was first on audition. I mean, we, all, we all start that. We all start that. Like, no, yeah, yeah, for we sure. All, and Imitation. I think that's the, that's, yeah. the beginner, that's the beginner level yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I love it. I forgot who says this. Um, I think it was Wiggles who says it. Um, when you're a beginner in your first year, you're allowed to bite. And then after that, you're no, not allowed anymore. You're not allowed, yeah. I remember no, he said sure. something like that. I was like, okay, good, because I don't know anything about popping, so I'm just going to copy what yeah. you're doing and then try to understand it. But I'll tell you, though, too, like coming up under all those dudes, like Sugar Pop and, I mean, all those guys that, that are very pure, I mean, they, there is, they are very, like, there is a way to do this. Yes. You know what I mean? And so I know even, like, when I was teaching at the colleges here, I would literally be teaching a class or a move, I would go do a gig or a show or something or have a rehearsal or whatever. I would come mm -hmm. back and I'd be like, that was all wrong. I taught, I taught you that all wrong. This <laughs> is the right way. Okay? I've done that so <laughs> many like, times. Dude, Cause you know, I would get like a new piece of information yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, dude, Oh God, that's so wrong. Or like, even now something so simple, like I may have told you this, but so, you know, Phoenix was one of my first students from like kind of nothing. Yes. And I was pretty young in my breaking, even when I took her on. Mm -hmm. So she kind of grew with me, right? As yeah. everything that I was learning, I was like, oh my gosh. And I was kind of trying to figure out like, wait, no, why is she doing that? Or whatever, as a teacher reflecting like, that's not what I wanted it to look like. Yeah. And um, one of them was a six step, right? So mm -hmm. we were drilled like top rock, six step, top rock, six step, whatever, you know? And then I'm thinking like, why is she only doing a six step? Like, why can't she do anything other than a six step, <laughs> yeah. right? But because that's so drilled in the, I guess more the pattern, right? Yeah. There's a pattern of the six step. And then I would try and be like, can you not do the pattern? Like, is there, can do you- Do the exact way that you were taught, yeah. Yeah, and, and then I'm thinking like, so now I don't even introduce the six step necessarily as a continuous pattern. I just yeah. introduce the steps that make it up. Yeah. So then if you choose to make it into a six step, it you can, like but otherwise, who cares about a six step? It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like that, that does not make you, Yeah. it's, you know, it's like, Tombe Potabere or whatever. It's like, ugh. it's a combination of movements as opposed to what the actual essence of what the move was. Yes. Like yeah. figure out how to, you know, so anyway, so then I, what I said was like, she was like in the six step hell, if you will, where yeah. I was like, I couldn't get her out of it. <laughs> and so like now my students moving on, I'm like, no, I'll show you what a six step is, but that is not, you know, but those are things, even as teachers, you learn along the way, like yeah. my, my kids, why are their feet dragging or why is this like things that shouldn't happen, you yeah. know? And you're like, but you, you know, it's all, I get that. the growth I happens totally every day. Yeah. yeah. It's, so. it's a process though. But one thing that I do see is a lot of, um, it, there's, there's a certain consistency of how, when you're introduced to something, you, yeah. you really, you know, you really go in. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, that probably started from a young age of you being engaged with, you know, taking those, those younger classes and you, you, you do what you do and you know what you know, but then you started to venture into. Well, I jazz. didn't learn. I was taught six step, like just a six step. <laughs> yeah. I didn't learn that the steps were pulled apart until yeah. I was in rock steady. Like and, and these are the steps that make it up, you know? And I'm like, Oh, what? Like, duh, that makes a student sense. In class that, um, was telling me that she, they were taught the six step from, you know, a four point position. And I, yeah. you know, and it's funny cause I have a lot of friends that are like, Oh, you know, they teach a six step in the four point position. I teach mine in a, in a center position and teach mine from a top position. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. And, and it's fun just because, because so they can learn how to transition yeah. into it versus like, cause this is my thing. Are you really authentically ever going to go like this to this? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't like to a four sense. point yeah. you're not like, so yeah. anyways, but so but anytime it's funny because yeah. with the, with the, with that six step again, like I'll, I'll tell, I'll put them in random positions. I'll be like, all right, Finish the step. Yeah. Okay. Do a complete rotation. Like 
the end of your six step is not going to be here or here. It's going to be in the side step. Yeah. Start it and finish it that way that sure. they, yeah. um, you know, you see breaking moves as a puzzle piece as, yeah. oppo- as opposed to a link in a chain. Yes. So I feel like, un- and, it's, when and so it's better to master them individually in, in each of those yep. pieces so you can see where different things connect yeah. and then you can say, okay, I want to pause this movement or yeah. I want to take this movement and mirror it over here yeah. and then start it over again. And, yeah. and it just get, it create, it makes it more of a creative piece For instead sure. of it being that. But anyways, we have reached our hour <laughs> limit and I feel like, I feel like this needs a part two because we didn't even talk about like, we didn't even talk about the studio? Um, no. be, uh, when you joined no, beat freaks, when you, oh, yeah. when you bet your husband, oh, when my gosh. the studio started from where it was to where it is. Cause like <laughs> there's a whole conversation there. I remember talking to Gabe, when we just battled each other and he was talking about like, he was like, man, I hope this, this studio thing works. Cause like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not sure. And then like fast forward to now, it's like, yeah, it works. <laughs> it works. But there's so we need a part two. Okay. Part two, part okay, two. Okay. We need a part, part two. two but, up. For, but for now, thank you so much for sharing yes. part of your story. I feel like I got to understand your, you know, your upbringing, but also I got to stand, understand more of the 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 person that you are the yeah. person that you are from you know then to now and it's very you know very motivating it's motivating because i see that you're very much getting it for yourself and you weren't waiting for people to bring it to you so right. i highly highly respect you and thank you so much for giving <laughs> thank a, you giving yeah. our, your 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 origin stories for us thank for you sure. so much yes of course more to come y'all more to come peace, peace.